Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Get ready. It's time for Operation Late Night Excitement. Top rated late night radio. The awesomest night of all time. After dark. It's late night with Hancock and Kelly. You deserve a fun night. On King of OX. This is a Thursday, though. Well, Brad Young. Of the, the law firm of Harris Dell Fisher and Young yeah. is not with us tonight. He's at the Mizzou game uh, out in uh, Columbia, Missouri. How about that? Enjoying the game with his family and friends. And here we are, Michael. And, I'm and gonna, who, who is Mizzou playing? Um, they're, uh, playing Valley uh, or? they're playing uh, Louisiana Tech. Well, we, oh, yeah. that uh, sounds like that's going to be a tough one. Uh, well, it, it, funny you should say that. It's 14-3 uh, to 3 Mizzou as we speak. Of course, if anybody wanted to know what that score was, they wouldn't be listening to us. So, huh. um, But, yeah, here we I, are. I'm in a bit of a foul humor. This evening. Well, good. Uh, that's great. Hey, buddy, we've been doing radio on... Uh, he doesn't care. You know, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, we've been doing radio on uh, Camel X now for how long? 14 plus years. You have yes. managed to do something tonight. What? That you have not been able to accomplish in 14 years. Oh that has made me unbelievably proud. Wow. Huh. You have landed us yes. one of the toughest interviews we are able to do. Who? What? Well, typically when we're here on Monday evenings, yeah, yeah. we start the 9 o'clock hour. Yeah. By Sean talking. Michael Lyle. It's in our contract. It's in his yeah. contract. Yeah, 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 yeah. On Monday nights. Yeah. Uh, he'll come on from 9 to Incredible. 9.15. Incredible what right. this man but, has experienced. Sean is a bit of a stickler, so it's it's written into his contract that on nights. that Monday night. Yeah. But you spent a little time with Sean. I did. And and you have been able to procure He's coming in. yet another He's interview in. on a non-Monday evening. He's coming in. Nine oh five. He's coming in. Well, and it's going to be epic. Yeah, epic. Well, I mean, if anybody's listened to our show on Monday evening, Sean comes in at, at, at nine o'clock. All let me just six tell you, of, hey, all six of you out there have appreciated uh, Sean Michael Lyle coming in at nine oh five on Monday evenings. Yeah, because it, it, and he comes in. It's like People Magazine walked in the door. You know what I mean? Oh. He's got he, he's got a story. He's, he, you you name a person, a topic. Uh, a sport, he's had that experience. Olivia Newton-John died. He had tea with her. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable. Yakov Shmirnov. It There he is. Does it get any bigger it, than no, Yakov Shmirnov? No, it really doesn't. And he went to all the way to... Uh, all right, this he, is not what we were going to talk about. Didn't here, he go all the way to Moscow to see him? No, he saw him in... Uh, some country, some city in the middle of Utah named like Moscow or something. No, he was in uh, somewhere. Huh. Out west somewhere. This oh, is not what we were going to talk about. Well, you wanted to talk. Well, I look, was in there's... a foul humor, right. and now you're trying to 
change things. No, I was trying to make you uh, laugh and chuckle oh, and, and have right. a good time. So there's lots going on tonight, right? We got the U.S. Open with Serena going on. We're going to probably playing talk doubles. A She's playing yeah. doubles this evening. We're going to probably talk about that. We got Cardinal baseball to catch up on, but that's not happening. Mizzou's playing. They're playing as we speak. And uh, we've got Hancock and Kelly, and the President of the United States just finished a speech to the country. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you're going to call it a partisan political speech, 100%. John. 100%. Uh, do we have some sound from that uh, thing? Um, Matt Pajeski behind the big board. This PJ. Evening, doing, a, doing a great job. Peach, mm-hmm. uh, lay a little of that Biden on us, will you? We have in our own hands to meet these threats and about the incredible future that lies in front of us if only we choose it. We must never forget, we the people are the true heirs of the American experiment that began more than two centuries ago. We the people have burned All right, blah, blah, that's enough. Turn that off. So uh, here's the thing. What, right? him, him talking about the defense of democracy made you uh, uh, angry? Yes. What, what did he just say right there? And right there was fine. I mean, whatever. It's a political speech. It's a primetime speech to the nation by the president of the mm-hmm. United States. Mm-hmm. And who's carrying Those that? are typically reserved for war, a ma- massive crisis, uh, a tragedy of some sort. And he is giving a – here we are less than 100 days until the election. He's giving a political speech to the nation. I can't remember. Maybe you can, maybe you can help me, Michael. Okay. I can't remember the last time – a president of the United States did a primetime address to the nation talking about politics. I can. Uh, Donald Trump did it from the White House. Uh, in fact, he had his entire political convention at our White House. Okay, that was a convention. I get it. And I, and oh, I, wait, I just ding, 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 ding. No, way to go, Kel. No ding, ding. Yeah, way uh, to go, Kel. I'll, I'll let you know when we got a ding, ding. Uh, no, that was, the, that was a Republican convention. Okay, At, and, at and the I, White House. Donald, totally inappropriate. Donald Trump. You're going to sit here and lecture me about politics being separate from the institution of the presidency when you literally had your presidential convention at the White House. Yes. You know what? (laughs) That's what I'm doing. That's exactly what I'm doing. Buddy, I'm telling you what, you are the best at what you do. You can sit there and argue this nonsense. Well, here's the thing, Michael. I mean, I think for if you're talking about American history and the presidency, I think you've got to set Donald Trump aside. Because he is unlike any president we've ever had no, 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 but that, in the that, history of the country. See, but that's the problem is you're wanting to put him in a compartment and say, hey, Kelly, we can't we can't act like him. Yet he's still acting like that and he is still running your party. All of that I get. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, I hope yeah, we'll see. <laughs> All of that I understand. But a president of the United States addressing the nation in prime time uh, on a political subject. There's no tragedy. There's no... You know, foreign crisis. There's no, no, nothing. No, like, there's a no, domestic no, crisis. No, no pandemic. There's a domestic uh, crisis. We have a president of the United States who's calling on people to attack the FBI, uh, to question the judgment of our own Justice Department, our duly elected election elections. He's attacking the very nature of our Constitution. This is of that scale, John. This is a threat from within our country, and this is a growing movement. This is a growing problem. I don't know how this Trump stuff's going to end, but it is not going to end easy or well. So all of that, uh, many people agree with, okay? okay? Everything you just said, many people agree with. My point is not that. My point is 
that a primetime presidential address to the nation on politics, which is what this is, it's on politics, and it's 100 days before an election, okay. is unprecedented and inappropriate. That's but my who point. Ca- who covered it? I guarantee you they didn't run it on Fox. It probably ran on CNN and MSNBC for sure, right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe PBS ran it. Networks? Did the networks? See, no, uh, none of the networks interrupted. They got college football on, dude. That's uh, on ESPN. They, they won't interrupt the that's, networks for a war anymore. Yeah, people are so ESPN. turned off by all this nonsense that's going on that these people are living in another world of watching uh, in Netflix and sport and have just tuned out our democracy. And therefore, that's why the president's having to address the country. Hmm. He's having to say, we have to wake up to this growing problem that exists. And it is inside your party, John. So say it at three in the afternoon. Say it at the at the White House press briefing. Say it at ten o'clock in the morning. But a prime time address to the nation about politics is unprecedented. That's that's my sole point here. All right, there it is, folks. By the way, tomorrow uh, by the tomorrow we'll be back on for our regular gig on uh, KMOX in the morning. In the morning, eight thirty to ten. By that time, we will have both had a chance to watch the speech. We've not heard. Uh, no, much I've heard of it. enough. Uh, and I've we'll heard be able to give it. a far better. Uh, analysis of each of our takes. I've heard enough. Uh, and then we got a lot to do tomorrow. And tonight. No more politics. No. Our sports insider, John Hancock from the Windy City of Chicago, is going to join us right after this on Camel X. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Ah, uh, yes. Fight, fight for old Mizzou. Old Mizzou is playing tonight. Faroe Field is lit up and the Tigers are there. The Louisiana Tech, whoever they are, are playing. And joining us now is our, on our celebrity guest line, is our sports insider, John Hancock. John, how are you? I'm doing great. And those Missouri Tigers just punched in their third score of the night to go up 20-3. to three. How about wow. that? Wow. So they, they were, uh, I want to say they were a three-touchdown favorite in this game against Louisiana Tech. That's your alma mater, what do you think they're going to do this year? Yeah, so nice little tune-up game here. Uh, I think Mizzou, future's bright, 11th best recruiting class, Coach Drink, has the boys in shape. But I'm realistic. I think 7-5 and five this year, building blocks to future success and competing in the SEC East. Well, 7-5 and five gets you a bowl game. And then, of course, uh, next year, I guess it is, uh, is it Oklahoma and Texas that are going to join the SEC? That's going to make it even tougher for the Missouri Tigers. It is going to make it tougher, but at the end of the day, Texas isn't what they used to be, and we'll see how tough Oklahoma can be in the SEC. I don't think they're going to be doing what we've seen in the past. Um, you know, Baker Mayfield's not going to cut it in the SEC. I can promise you that. <laughs> and John Hancock Jr. talking to us live from Chicago as he does every Monday evening. Uh, he was kind enough as well to break his uh, agreement and show up on a Thursday. Thanks for doing yeah, that, John. Only, and uh, hey, Michael, Michael, yeah. only three armed robberies in my neighborhood this week. So really? <laughs> well, well Is it not going well up there? That, no, I'm, I, what are you talking about? Have you not heard my mayor? She's saying crime's down. Yeah, <laughs> so is ours. Well, I, I heard your mayor say we might have a you might have a couple of good draft choices next week, so maybe uh, you'll get your numbers back up. There we go. Hey, the Cardinals uh, have the baby bears coming to town. Uh, yeah. Your Chicago Cubs, will you be traveling south on Highway 55 to come down and see them get swept? So I will not, but I did see them uh, when the Cardinals were up here in Wrigley, and I went to that Monday night game when Albert Pujols hit 693. Wow, and, how, uh, how special I, was, I was that? It, it would have been special, Michael, but I was in line to wash my hands at the bathroom and missed it. The stadium, <laughs> it's a... Uh, a terrible stadium, a relic of the past. It took me five minutes to find a bathroom, and I missed the one run of the game, a historic home run by Albert Pujols. Man, yeah, oh, man. but that was a one-hit shutout, complete game shutout by Jordan Montgomery, and that was yeah. uh, that had to be uh, very rare to but, see something yeah, like that. Very, yeah, very rare. He did the Maddox, they call that, the under-100-pitch shutout. Uh, but, 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 you know, I missed the Pujols home run. Yeah, at the end of the day, he played a game with Clue and didn't get to stick around to see who killed him in the the lobby with the candlestick. He didn't get to find out exactly. who. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Was... I was I was Mister Green with envy there, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. Let me let me let me be let me be of these Cardinals real quick. Yes. Excuse me, but speaking of these Cardinals, I got to ask a question. Yeah. Do you think Yadier Molina is damaging his legacy at all with his performance this year? No. Uh not his legacy, but but. I think it's entirely possible that we're not going to see a whole lot of Yachty in the postseason, uh, yeah, given given I, the, the batting situation. Yeah, I honestly think this team's playing for a World Series. I think Kisner's got to get the majority of these plate appearances. Just look at their second-half stats. Kisner's got a 294, 406, 407 line versus a 174, 208, 174 for Yachty. 
I think you put them out there with Wainwright, keep the battery streak going. But I think Kisner, we can't afford to have a weak spot in the lineup going up against the Mets, the Braves, the Dodgers. Yeah, it's it's hard to argue with that. And, um, you know, you keep thinking and hoping. I know that Yachty's been taking extra batting practice and, um, you know, maybe the magic is still there. I mean, certainly Albert Pujols has found the old magic again. You know, and what he's what Albert Pujols is doing, John, is absolutely unbelievable. He's got a higher batting average right now than he's had since the, his first season in Anaheim, 2012. It makes, you, it makes you wonder what he would have been had he stayed in St. Louis, and I honestly think he'd be going for Barry Bonds right now, not just 700. Wow. That's a bold statement. Well, I mean, it, it's, it, it does make you think. And, you know, that, that park that the Angels play in in Anaheim, it's a, it's a tough park to hit home runs. So is Bush Stadium. But the, the park in Anaheim is really a tough park to hit home runs. And certainly he would be well past Babe Ruth at this point had he stayed in St. Louis. I think that's a safe assumption to make. Absolutely. All right, so the NFL is going to kick off here, coming right up. What is it, this coming weekend or next weekend? Next weekend. Okay. So we've got uh, a lot of folks moving around. Uh, I was surprised. I don't know about you. And John Hancock joins us. He's our NFL insider. And Jimmy Garoppolo signing with, uh, again, with San Francisco. I think that surprised a lot of people. It surprised me. What's your take? Yeah, no, that did surprise me. Uh, it's going to be tough for Trey Lance having Jimmy G in that locker room. You know he's a player's guy. The team rallies around him. Having to be Trey Lance going out there every week with Jimmy G in the locker room looking over your shoulder, I think it's going to put more undue pressure on a quarterback that I don't know if uh, the 49ers have full faith in. Yeah, and then uh, you've got uh, – so Matt Ryan, he ended up in Baltimore, right? Uh, he's with the Colts. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I call him Baltimore, it's Indianapolis. Right. Yeah, it was the Baltimore Colts for most of my life, Michael. I understand. Yeah, I get it. Uh, so uh, that's a team that's got a quite a bit of talent. They've lacked having a good quarterback now for a few years. I think that may be the surprise team in the NFL. What do you think? Yeah, they're certainly in a very weak division. There, the Titans are your best competition. If Derrick Henry stays healthy; they'll be good. But it would not shock me at all if Matt Ryan leads that team to the playoffs. Huh. Wow. And then, of course, you've got your favorite quarterback, Baker Mayfield. Uh, what's your prognosis on Baker Mayfield for the season? Yeah, so I know I might shock you, Michael, here, but uh, I am actually rooting for Baker Mayfield what? and the Panthers week one against the Cleveland Browns. You know, I've said some not-so-nice things about Baker in the past. Such as? <laughs> Such as? Uh, I mean, if you could remind me, I honestly think I've never said. I think anything you said that this guy, guy is a complete and utter fraud. He, he has no well, reason I, to be yeah, in the NFL. I, he did. I may, I may have said he's a fraud, but let me tell you about fraudulent Roger Goodell in the NFL pretending to care about respecting women, and he let Deshaun Watson get less than a season suspension for the Cleveland Browns. You know, I can't root for that team. I can't root for that city. It's it's a disgrace. It's disgusting. And for one week at least, I will be rooting for Baker Mayfield. Wow. To avenge against that sorry, sorry excuse for a franchise, so, and quite honestly, a city. As we track wow. your record throughout the wow. year, as we track your record throughout the year, can we take it to the bank that you will not be rooting for Baker Mayfield for any other game this year? I think you can't take that to the bank. This is the one week I'll be behind Baker, and after that, I'm rooting for a Donald comeback story. All right, then. Uh, doing fantasy football, are you? I am, yeah. Took Austin Eckler, Chargers running back, first pick. Yeah. 
Who's your QB? What does that mean? I got Patrick Mahomes. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. I know that means something. Well, he had kind of a down year last year, I think. Um, I think well, Patrick. He, he had a five game slump, but he yeah. busted out of it. I think Patrick Mahomes is overrated. Now, you know, I'm not going to fault you for saying he's overrated. Um, and without Tyreek Hill, you know, we'll see. This may be a bad pick. Honestly, it wouldn't shock me if Kansas City wouldn't be shocked if they won the division. Wouldn't shock me. With I, I got a, I got a, I got a whoa out of Matt Pajeski when I said that. Uh, you, you disagree, Matt? Do you? I think he's rated perfectly the way he is. Wow. PJ coming in strong, uh, disagreeing with my take on Patrick Mahomes. Well, this is a Chiefs nation here. Uh, well, apparently, I guess we, yeah, whatever. Uh, so, uh, John Hancock, let me ask you your prediction for the Cardinals. Uh, you think you're going to win the NL Central? I do. How yeah. far do they go? How deep do they go? So, with these new wild card rules, you got three wild card teams. We got the three game series all at Bush, assuming we win the Central. I'm not scared of the Padres. I'm not scared of the Phillies. Uh, a little scared of the Braves, but we just took two out of three. Uh, you know, I think we can. I'm not worried about the wild card round. And after that, you know, stranger things have happened. We were able to win with, you know, Jason Marquis, Jeff Supon, and Jeff Weaver. That's yeah. the biggest concern is our pitching. Yeah. We don't have the Chris Carpenter out there, but we have Adam Wainwright, and I think this team can do anything. Last time, Albert, Yadi, and Wainwright played together. Let us not forget what happened. There you go. It was 2011, and the Cardinals won the World Series. Of course, Adam was on the DL then. Now it's the IL. and uh, It's still on the payroll. He's still on the payroll. He was in the dugout. So uh, there you have it. John Hancock, our sports insider. Thanks so much for your time. As Jack Buck would say, thanks for your time this time. Till next time, so long. Take care, gentlemen. All wow. right, when we come back, we're going to talk about olives. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I have been thinking all evening about how to best say this. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. Regular listeners of the Hancock and Kelly Show on Monday evenings, Well, we, what we do is we get together a couple hours before. We do. Uh, in my office, and we play a little pool together. <clears throat> we play a little pool. How'd it go tonight? <clears throat> you know, Michael, um, <clears throat> I don't uh, I don't like to talk. Uh, you know, the humble, the humble nature of yours is one of the things I love about you the most. Um, uh, but uh, one would say it went, it went pretty well. This evening. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think we got through a game and a half, and you stomped me in the first one, and we're well on your way on the, the second. The stomp was apparent in the second match when the, we had to leave because that's right. the pizza arrived. The pizza showed up. And, and the pizza arrived. I got to tell you. Yeah. Phenomenal pizza. Bartolino's. Bartolino's pizza. Right there at 44. And, uh, and there it is. Hampton. Hampton. That's right. And it was... Stupendous, and yeah. you even brought some of the pizza into the studio for PJ over here. I did. So you and you, you're still eating the pizza. I yeah, see. don't tell anybody because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying you're to watch watching that stuff. Yeah, I stopped eating the pizza at about uh, six forty-five. That's it. You probably did, but you, you you did a pretty good dent on your I, pizza. Uh, I may have. Yes, I noticed you didn't try any of the the other pizza that I had. Yeah, no. 
uh, because I really liked it. Yeah, no. Uh, what, you know, the it was pepperoni yeah, good. and green olive. Yeah, no. Yeah, green olives. Right. What's the point? What do you mean, what's the I point? I mean, they're They're horrible. better tasting than black olives. No. Totally. The black olive it's is tasteless. perfection. It's tasteless. It's perfection. No. No, I'll you're not talking can. about Kalamata olives, are you? I'm not talking about calamari olives. I'm talking about the, the green olives that are horrible. I don't oh, those like are the them. best olives. No, they've got that thing, and then they then they stick a one of those red things in the middle of it. Now, uh, so here's the deal. So we had what's two that called? We PJ, had the red thing they stick in the pimento. Middle of it. Yeah. Uh, so we had a um, what they call a Bartolino special. What's on that, John? My mushroom, good. pepperoni, yeah, sausage, good. All bacon, good. yes, onion, yes. And then I had the pepperoni, green olive, and um, green green olives. Why would you put? And and, and here's here's what on, here just just for proof of concept. All right. You and I each had our little pieces of our pizza. We did. Then we combined the two pizzas and brought them in and put them down in here. We did. And do you want to know what pizza still is left? My pizza? Yes. Well, that's because... Everybody ate the green olives. Why? Jeski? They're good. No. They're better. No, yeah. they're not good. Black olives are tasteless. I don't mind them. Oh, Four, three, six, seven, nine hundred. No, the the, the the green olive has got there's some kind of it's pungent. salty. It's salty. It's pungent. It's no, it's, it's not, not pungent. It's, it's, and you and you and you and you and you stick the the pepperamento or whatever you call no, it. Well, thing. this didn't have these weren't stuffed. This was just a green olive that was yeah, sliced up really like good. Them. The nice thing about a green olive is it hits you with a little bit of salt. Yeah, yeah, and then you know with the pepperoni, you've got your little protein there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got all like that delicious pepperoni. cheese. Nothing wrong with pepperoni. All that delicious cheese. Cheese was great. And then there's just something about St. Louis crust that where it's, you know, crust crusty on phenomenal. the edge. Yes. But a little bit uh, chewy yes. uh, in the middle. That's the, what I like. The crust was phenomenal yeah. on that pizza. And if they just hadn't ruined it with the green onions. Uh, I'd green been, olives. Well, uh, whatever they are. Yeah. I don't like them. But this has been a problem of yours. No, I don't like them. You think it's like, do you think it's communist to eat green olives? Well, I mean, they they just... They just taste bad. Huh. I mean, I hate it, but they taste bad. I tried to segue you into talking to me about what happened this week. What? The death of Mikhail Gorbachev. Oh, yes. yes. Um, now, of course, Mikhail Gorbachev was the uh, leader of Russia. He was the last leader of the Soviet Union. What'd they call him? What was his title? He was the premier. Chancellor or, or premier? Yeah. Um, That's a good question, right? I Yeah. The Soviet Union. And he... Uh, you know, he brought these reforms to bear, glasnost and perestroika, uh, and opening up of both the economy and um, the freedom of speech and different things like that. And he introduced really sort of Western concepts into the Soviet Union. And uh, at a time when, you know, communism was having a very difficult time, and he was, you know, he was on the world stage at the same time as Ronald Reagan— the two of them formed a friendship, and eventually uh, they negotiated a, a weapons uh, reduction act, the SALT, the Strategic Arms Limitation Talks, that resulted in reducing the nu- nuclear threat in both countries. Really a historic uh, occasion. Yeah, and wound up becoming an American hero, brought down the uh, Berlin Wall, uh, kind of uh, became a celebrity here in the United States. I understand Certainly he did West. go back to Russia uh, and he wound up dying while he lived in Russia. He Probably did. had to be weird for him uh, in, in later in life with the arrangement that everything he had done to really build a relationship with the West. And let's not forget, we're still floating over the Earth right now with a bunch of Russians in the space station. Right. I mean, we had that type of cooperation 
uh, going on between our countries, and then for him to go back to Russia and see essentially Vladimir Putin undoing all that. Yeah, Putin, who had been uh, in the KGB, ran the KGB, and he's really brought back a lot of the same kinds of totalitarian government that the Soviet Union um, came to embody over their many decades. And, uh, yeah, it had to be weird. And Gorbachev in Russia is not a revered figure. A lot of people there think that he is responsible for the collapse of their empire. Right. And when you look at the the nations, Ukraine, one of them, but there's Georgia, there's uh, uh, all Belarus, Latvia, yeah, Latvia, Hungary, Poland, yeah, they was all a part of the Soviet. Union. Well, yeah, and and they've and they've all become independent nations now, and now of course Russia's fighting with Ukraine. But uh, a lot of people in Russia, a lot of the certainly the government leaders today, uh, do not hold Mikhail Gorbachev in very high regard. Yeah, I can give that. Um, that's sad, though. But he, what an impact he made on the United States. Well, and on the world, <clears throat> you know, when in, in people forget, you know, you had after Gorbachev left, after the Soviet Union collapsed and the Berlin Wall came down, and all of those countries became free. Um, we're talking going back to 1991, 1992. Boris Yeltsin became the elected president of Russia. Mm-hmm. And Yeltsin was a reformer as well and and really tried to pull that economy into a Western free market style economy. And, uh, you know, all of that, uh, their economy now still has some market principles in the way they run it. But Vladimir Putin has kind of reinstituted this kind of authoritarian government over the over the people. And it's. uh, well, it's not going well, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm, you're right about that. So here, you you know, you're Mr. Um, I consider you to be kind of my own little Cliff Clavin. Yeah. You know some useless stuff. Now bring do, it. PJ, do you know the reference to Cliff Clavin? He was on a show called not, Cheers. Uh, yeah, PJ's I, like. I, I've started watching Cheers. I've seen that, you know, starting to record the reruns, but I don't, yeah. I don't know Cliff So Clavin. Cliff Clavin's the mailman. Okay. Yeah. And the mailman, well, you, you know, Sammy, uh, I seem to know everything. You know, the octopus is... Got 18 eyes and three mouths yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Got eight legs, that octopus. Has. Yeah. So let me see if John knows this. Because I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. Here. Yes. Give me the full name of uh, Mikhail Gorbachev. It would be Mikhail Sergeyevich Gorbachev. Well, you do know some useless stuff. Mm-hmm. You knew the man's whole name. Yeah. Well, how, how, have you known that your whole life? No, I mean, I didn't know Gorbachev my whole life. I've been around No, but a while. I mean, did you know that prior to him dying this week? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. Miguel Sergeyevich Gorbachev. Well, how about that? Yeah. Huh. I, and I hate to admit this, when he died, what, I guess it was Tuesday? Yeah. Um, I thought he'd been dead for yeah, years. kind of <laughs> forgot that he was still alive, right? I did, yeah. yeah. I remember his wife, Raisa, uh, passing away some years ago. And I guess I just assumed he was gone, too. And there there was that picture on Twitter that you and I talked about. Yeah. And it was Ronald Reagan, George Herbert Walker Bush, Mikhail Gorbachev standing in New York with the Twin Towers behind them. Gone. All of them gone. All of them gone. All of them gone. And, you know, what an end of an era that is. No kidding. It was a... I think a great era in this country yeah. in the 1980s. Well, and, it surely uh, produced some great movies and music, too. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right, here, I want to play this game with you with just a minute or so we have left. All right, go ahead. 
Uh, Francois Mitterrand. Francois Mitterrand. Dead or alive. He is no longer with us. Is he? I don't know. Okay. Um, He was the president of France. Helmut Kohl. Helmut Kohl. Helmut Kohl of Germany is, I think he's no longer with us. Oh, hang on a second. All right. Helmut Kohl. He died in uh, June 2017. There you go. Boy. Francois Mitterrand. Yeah, I think he's gone. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I think uh, he is. Yeah. He's, he's dead. Yeah. 96. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, he'd have been in that same era. Yeah. Yeah. Margaret but, Thatcher. Gone. Dead. Yeah. She had Alzheimer's, the poor thing. Really? Yeah. Tony Blair? Tony Blair's alive. Still alive. He's you know who still else alive. is still alive? Who's that? Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter, yeah. Yeah. He's got to be getting close to 100 years old he's, now. He's well into his 90s. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Going to be one of the longer uh, living he presidents. He is currently the longest living president in the history of the country. He's 97. 97. Is that right? Thank you, PJ, the little research and, department over there. And I put his politics aside, just a truly decent human. Oh, yeah, without, just, without question. Just a yeah. decent man, yeah. you know, just a decent person. And, you know, I mean, his presidency wasn't great, but at least... During the four years of the Jimmy Carter presidency. He never did a primetime speech. And he never he never did a political <laughs> speech in primetime. And he did not produce the loop trolley. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And that's next on KMOX. Hey, it's Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. Thanks so much for joining us. We're sitting in for Brad Young. He's hopefully going to bring home a Mizzou victory. 24 to 10. Columbia. He's starting Mizzou. his holiday weekend early. Hey, this is Labor Day weekend. It is Labor Day weekend. It is my favorite holiday of the year, as my dad used to tell us. It's Christmas for the Kellys. Wow. My father was a labor leader here in St. Louis was, for over 40 years. He was the yeah. labor leader in St. And, Louis. And uh, Labor Day is a special time. I'm going to get together with my family. I'm going down to the parade. I hope you're going to have a good time on your Labor Day weekend. Yes, I will not be at the parade, but uh, yeah. I will uh, have something on the grill to be certain. Every day my dad told me, uh, or every year my dad would tell me, the nice thing about Labor Day is if you work for a living, it doesn't matter what you do, this is your holiday. There it is. And I always thought everybody, that Sunday Everybody special. that works gets a holiday. It's nice, isn't it? It's very nice. So, uh, speaking of a holiday, uh, the Loop Trolley's been in mothballs for a while. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not been running. Yeah. There's no money. It was a... Yeah. Uh, I guess it was a noble idea when it was first introduced. You know, it sounds I, like it was not well thought out. Yeah, and a lot of people went along with the goodwill of the person who had the idea. Joe Edwards, who's yeah. a great guy, one of the best. I mean, he is a great. And I, I, I feel badly denigrating the loop trolley because it was Joe Edwards, and and I respect and admire. Well, look what he's Joe done Edwards. to Delmar. I yeah. mean, he's made that one of the central incredible. parts of our region. Incredible. He's an incredible entrepreneur. He's an incredible community. But even Tiger benefactor. missed occasionally. Yeah. Albert doesn't hit a home run every time. That's right. Yeah. And the loop trolley is a, you know, well, and, it goes, what, uh, two miles? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't too much. And it, it goes in a loop. Hence the, uh, the concept name. of it, like if, if, if you didn't have the 10 years of what we've gone through burned into your head and just some of the... I mean, this thing was almost doomed from the beginning. Remember how they were building it, and then they they had the parking bumpers that came out too far, and yes, then they and couldn't the, even drive the the trolley was taking the, the yeah, side view mirrors side off view of cars. Mirrors off of yeah. cars. I mean, it was just it was bad. It just continued to run into a bad issue. But but put that aside, had it been placed down and perfectly working and not had to have been paid for, it would have been a nice little novelty thing in St. Louis. I guess. But the amount of money. Oh. 
uh, in federal matches that were put into oh. doing this loop trolley. It winds up being over budget. Uh, to this day, the tracks are there, and it's not running. I mean, you literally could solve the homeless problem in St. Louis for what we have spent on this stupid trolley. I don't know. We're spending a lot of money right now on the homeless. homeless. Yeah, I, I think I get we're that. dealing with too but, much But, I mean, money we're there. into the hundreds of yeah. millions of dollars. Well, and here's the jeopardy that we're in, John. Um, if we default on paying for those those loans, yeah. those bonds that came from the federal well, government, whatever. we put in jeopardy the federal match that comes to the St. Louis region because we will have uh, become delinquent on bed bonds to the federal government. So, therefore, uh, we would lose match money, et cetera. Oh, no. It's we've supposed got to be that, running. We've got that great titan of Congress representing St. Louis now, Corey Bush. She could go uh, get that money for us in, uh, in Washington. Well, I guess that would be another option that could go. But uh, this is ultimately going to affect being, the uh, – I understand. I being I, I'm being kind myself. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, ultimately, you know, it's a regional problem, even though it was a decision that was made uh, by the region and for this particular area, it's putting all of our federal tax dollars, highway dollars in By jeopardy. the way, yeah. facetious uh-huh. is notable for what characteristic? The word facetious. It's one of only two words in the English language that have this particular characteristic. Sneaky. No. Um, you're never, you're never, silly. You're All right. Never. Well, then why are you playing the game? Because. All right. Somebody out there is talking to the computer. Or, so you know. the word facetious, F-A-C-E, the facetious, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is one of only two words in the English language you in which this? all Five vowels appear in order. Oh. A-E-I-O-U. And facetiously includes sometimes Y. Right. The, so all the vowels are in order in the word facetious. There's only one other word that, that has that same characteristic. All right. Good question. Since you're going to teach me all these lessons, do yeah. you remember the song A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, C, L, yeah. Now I know my ABCs and uh, and what what's your vowels? It's uh, A E I O U and yeah. sometimes, sometimes Y, y and right. W. No, w didn't, the, didn't you get taught it no. was sometimes Y and W? No, W's y not for sure, not W. Well, what are you talking about? No, I, I'm almost w positive is, it was uh, A E I O U sometimes Y and W. No, W yeah. is never a vowel. Double W. I, it, uh, I well, A-E- this has been highly informative. A E I O. So you know I. I don't Why? like to talk, but I'm pretty well educated. And my my buddy It is over here, true. W can be used as a vowel coming straight from the dic- dictionary. What dictionary? <laughs> <laughs> I never heard of that in my life. First, what is a vowel? E-I-O-U and as well as W, as we'll see, W are called vowels. But yeah. let's get technical. Uh-huh. These are symbol letters that represent a special type of speech sound uh-huh. called a Vowel. Uh-huh. I want to get to the part. Why is W sometimes considered a it's word? Not. This it's, is from dictionary.com, they dude. They don't know what they're what talking What do you mean? About. They're the dictionary. All right. What does it say? <laughs> w is a rebel. It defies categories. To put it simply, it's a little bit both a vowel and a consonant. It's not. Linguists call it a semi-vowel or glide, a speech some sound having the characteristics of both a consonant and a vowel, especially W in war. W O R E and Y and your Y O U R and in some analyses R and road and L and load. No, I'm telling none you, none of that is right. W because is y, considered y a vowel. It was a part of the song, dude. Y and your 
is not a vowel. Y-O-U-R. It's not a vowel. Y in by, B-Y-E, is a vowel. Uh, whatever source that is you're referencing there is just wrong. And it's, W. It's the dictionary. Man, what, they, what does the dictionary know, Michael? Good Lord. Uh, the W is not a vowel. I'm just reading to you what the dictionary I, says. Well, you shouldn't be yeah, reading, but the but that dictionary. would be you're the kind of guy that if I told you that technically a tomato is a fruit, you'd tell me Kelly, tomatoes aren't fruit. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, the tomato may be a fruit. It is a fruit because it's got the little what you call them? A ripened ovary? No, the uh, uh, Michael. Well, that's uh, what that's uh, what a that's what an apple is. No, they got the little uh, what do you call them? The seeds in there. Yeah, that's a well. All but I mean, so do cucumbers. That's not a. a um, of that, uh, that's not a fruit. It could be a cucumber. It could be. If, how, if how W is a vowel, a cucumber well, could be. Well, you know a fruit. that's an excellent point, but I, I don't know. We'll have to go to the dictionary for. Uh-huh. Uh, and my, you know, I bet Sean Michael Lyle knows what I'm talking about <laughs> with W being a, a vowel. Let me tell you, uh, we have never ceased to be amazed at oh. uh, the wealth of <laughs> topics uh, of, of of just celebrity interactions yeah. from our man from Hollywood. Yeah. He's our man from Hollywood, Mike. Totally. Sean Michael Isle. And he's going to come in here. He's going to deliver you the news here in just a minute. Then he's going to come in here and deliver more on KMOX. <laughs> T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 